When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. A production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. Hello, welcome back to the show. What's your name? My name is Matt. My name is Noel. They call me Ben. We are joined, as always, with our super producer, Paul, Mission Control Deccan. Most importantly, you are you. You are here. And that makes this stuff they don't want you to know. This is an episode that we've received numerous requests for. And Matt, if I if I recall correctly, at least the two of us, we were both surprised that we had not done this yet. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, we're, we're having many echoes of videos such as the Project Artichoke several part series that we made in the past and we've mentioned MK Ultra so many times on this show just as a throwaway mention of mind control whenever we bring something even closely related to that or kind of related to mind control we always joke MK Ultra right uh-huh. <laughs> right but we've never put it all in one thing so here it is MK Ultra 101 for a lot of us listening today it's true that there has been a war going on somewhere on the planet 
for every moment of your life. Not all wars are created equal, of course. Some are fought out in the open, massive waves of soldiers crashing against one another in the blood and the dirt. Others, of course, are fought through proxies. Well, it's where foreign powers turn a third nation or country into a battleground and mercenaries disguised as student activists or freedom fighters kill one another while the people who live there look on helplessly. Others, of course, are fought surreptitiously in the shadows, kind of a spy versus spy thing. And if you were born after World War II, that means you were alive during what we call the Cold War, this long-running ideological hegemonic conflict between the USSR and the West. Most mainstream thought will tell us that this Cold War ended with the fall of the Soviet Union, although some people will quietly assure you this war continues today. And a lot of those people, under some people, are Russian, pointing that out. Yeah, and or just people who work in the State Department. And perhaps those as well. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So intelligence agencies on both sides of the Cold War tried to get any sort of edge they could. Better technology, better access to resources, better propaganda displays like getting to space, landing on the moon. Oh, I was thinking about digging a giant hole and going as far as you can into the earth just as a fun uh, <laughs> thing to say, yeah, we dug the biggest hole. What's up? <laughs> I, know, I know Russia has done that. <laughs> yes, that's true. That is a true story. Uh, there's another aspect that we don't talk about as much perhaps as we should, which is gaining better control over people regardless of where they live or what they do. And today's episode, as as you said, is ultimately about that last idea. How do you best control people? The CIA pursued this question through a series of programs collectively known today as MKUltra. Here are the facts. Actually, no, we have to skip it for this one. Here's where it gets crazy. Gosh, straight to crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Okay. So here, here are the two dates you need to know, but then there's a third one. And it, it, it sounds complicated, but it just means, shh. From at least 1953 to 1964, officially wrapping all the way up in 1973, the CIA used various front companies and the like to conduct at, it, at times illegal experiments on unwitting human subjects. And this included exposure to things like illegal drugs, LSD, uh, other chemicals, and a large dollop of what we would consider to be social manipulation. Absolutely. And the aims of these programs all varied. They, they ran the gamut. But they also shared a common theme to explore previously unexploited ways of influencing human behavior. Can we actually brainwash someone? Can we genuinely hypnotize someone? Can we make them tell the truth? Or can we implant some series of future actions in their mind? Ooh, false memories. Uh Manchurian candidates. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't want to say it. Oh, did I spoil it? It's okay. We're going to talk about it. Trigger word assassins. Mm -hmm. Ladies in polka dot dresses. There we go. Inception style dream exploration. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. And for years and years and years and years and years, rumors about this kind of nefarious activity floated around in the counterculture of America. The mainstream largely dismissed it until the 70s when a New York Times journalist named Seymour Hirsch, who will be familiar to longtime listeners of stuff they don't want you to know, published a story in 1974 detailing how the CIA conducted non-consensual drug experiments and illegal spying operations domestically on U.S. citizens. We later come to find that Canadians were victimized as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the spook squad flew out 
of the country to experiment on some folks they considered representative of a communist bloc. So this allegation hits in the 1970s, as we said, with the New York Times publishing it. But the problem here is that this is a newer chapter in a very long story. When we talk about truth serums and the attempts to discover one, we go all the way back to 1916, right? Oh, yeah. Way, way, way back. And that's when uh, the, that's the first time that scopamine is seen to be like having an effect on a human. And ultimately, scopamine is something that's used to, I guess, as a, a truth serum, is used as a tr- truth serum. But back in 1916 is when it's first seen. Then you can jump all the way to 1931 when you see um, sodium pentothal, which is the thing we've discussed before, mm-hmm. the official truth serum. But never actually tried. Yeah. Yeah. That we know of, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that I know of. Who knows? Uh-huh. Uh, and then since 1942 on, the U.S. government has been interested in this kind of stuff, right? Especially originally under General William Wild Bill Donovan. So this, this stuff has occurred. It's just most people didn't know about it. And to one degree or another. Well, it makes complete sense. Anytime you are at war and you've got an enemy combatant and you, if you could inject something into that combatant and then get the coordinates of where the rest of his battalion is or something, mm-hmm. I mean, done, end of story, you're going to do that. Absolutely. And in his article, Hirsch also talks about how they managed to bring these details about MKUltra to light. It looks legit. His sources are right. He's walked through the process. You can see chain of custody for all the stuff he found. And then primarily he found it through a government mistake. This was never meant to be discovered. But the discovery resulted in calls for an investigation. Eventually, even Congress paid attention, which is unusual for Congress. They held a hearing on this in 1975, the famous church committee, and they had Senate hearings uh, just a little bit later. That's right. The later hearings only occurred after a um, FOI, Freedom of Information Act, request uncovered a cache of 20,000 documents that were related to Project MKUltra. And according to that report, MKUltra was meant to develop, so the words of the report, develop a capability in the covert use of biological and chemical materials. Pretty vague. Um, yeah. Doesn't really tell you what they were going for, covert, secret use of some biological or chemical materials, but to what end? Um, but what they were referring to was mind control efforts, and they started in earnest in 1949 under the name of Project Bluebird, which has been talked about pretty extensively on the show, more back in the video days, I would say, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, I think we mentioned Bluebird when we made the artichoke videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are a whole bunch of those code names that we can get into maybe a little later. But Bluebird was a a big one. And Bluebird was reactionary, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in reaction to the, uh, quote, bizarre conduct of uh, a cardinal by the name of Menzenti at his trial in Budapest when he confessed to treason. He clearly, in their, in their minds, he clearly appeared to have had uh, – brainwashing techniques applied to him. He confessed to stuff he demonstrably did not and could not have done. Yeah. He claimed that he was going to topple this one regime to bring in, uh, I, I guess, capitalism. And then he was going to supplant the United States after it was a one world government and become the supreme authority of the country himself. It was very, wow. very strange. Uh, 
but yeah, they they thought they have done something to this guy's mind, and we need to be able to. Well, the way they phrase it is, we need to be able to stop it, mm-hmm. or we need to know what they're doing. What they really meant is, we need to have that capability. So they started contemplating behavior control for offensive purposes. They were at least partially motivated by fear that China and the Soviet Union had already made significant breakthroughs in this field. I would say they're probably terrified of that. Yeah. And here's the thing. Although it sounds like a rationalization, at this point, the CIA history vindicated them. Mm-hmm. They were they were correct. The Soviet Union had been conducting wholly independent research along the same lines with a lot of extra parapsychological stuff thrown in. And they had a decades-long jump on Uncle Sam. All in all, as far as we know, they spent at least a billion dollars. It's still even more enigmatic than MKUltra. We don't know when it ended, but we know they called it Psychotronics. Psychotronics. Uh, such a cool name. And we Actually, have uh, – There's a record store in my hometown called Psychotronic Records. Whoa. Whoa, Soviet front. Yep. Dude, watch <laughs> out. It's very small. Uh, I don't know where they would hide. Maybe it's subterranean it's the base, stuff going it's on. It's always totally, the basement totally. with Russians. Well, that, <laughs> well that's, uh, that is a great video, a couple of videos we've made, and uh, I think an episode. We did a full episode on that, didn't we, Psychotronics? Uh, audio so. episode? Yeah. Well, if not, it's coming soon. And uh, that was fascinating because it's looking into everything, right? It, mm. was, um, it was like Stargate, like Project Stargate was mm-hmm. almost – to the United States where we're looking at psychic soldiers and all that stuff outside of just truth serums and LSD and effects of the mind. Right, right. It's interesting because in the U.S. these were more compartmentalized. Um, like when Noel and I interviewed Russell Targ earlier and he he was talking a little bit about Project Stargate, that was not related to MKUltra. It's an important difference. MKUltra is how can we control the mind and <laughs> – Yes. And uh, Stargate is more about what we would consider psychic or superpowers. They also said that we have to understand these techniques because we need to defend ourselves against people who might not be as restrained in the use of these tactics as we are. So we're learning how to do evil stuff because we're very good boys. That's that's sort of the logic. I mean, I, I get it, but you can see where it's – I don't want to say disingenuous, but convenient. Sure. No, I can definitely see that. So that's what they describe. Where's the line? Why, why is this, a, you know, who cares? Well, yeah, but who? what's too far, right? Yeah. What's I mean, if you're already doing this stuff, where at what point do you say, okay, we shouldn't do that anymore? Um, let's look at that right after a quick word from our sponsor. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, Podcast producer? Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 2424 24 to talk to an expert snagajob.com where america goes to hire 
When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. So tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. I mean, it's a good question. There's nothing wrong with secret government projects, legally speaking. As we listen to this episode, no matter where you're listening, where you're located, or where what you consider your home country, we can virtually guarantee you that they are up to something. And it is occurring in secret because it's meant to protect the government, the employees of the government, and citizens of the country. You know, and they call it national secrecy. The problem here is that despite that, that theory and practice, secrecy is often used to hide acts that would be crimes if anybody else in the country committed them. The CIA was doing stuff that would give people uh, life in prison with no parole. Oh, for sure. I mean let's, like, let's say for instance uh, that we catch a wild hare and we go around sneaking drugs in people's food. Here in Ponce City Market, if we got caught, we'd go to court. Those rules are just different when it comes to government-sanctioned acts. We would go to court and probably just go straight to jail. 
no matter or how hell. we played. Straight um, to hell. Yeah, and, and well, again, and we're kind of like joking about it in a way, but this is exactly what the Central Intelligence Agency did. No, oh, absolutely. They put stuff in people – and they, the, those people had no idea. Uh, in 1955, only two years after the program was officially approved, the project was already having just serious issues with a thing that we've mentioned here before that happens in a lot of big projects with a lot of money. Even here at our job. Especially here at our job. Mission creep. Oh, mission creep. Where just that one little thing that you're supposed to be doing ends up turning into all of these other things and spreading all the way out to the edges of the desk. <sighs> so the scope of experimentation expanded. And it was, uh, they were trying to find, well, let's just, let's call it this, discovery of the following materials and methods, including those which will promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol. That sounds nice. So make you more drunk more quickly, more severely. Yeah, that's nice. Which will render the induction of hypnosis easier or otherwise enhance its usefulness. Okay, I can see why you're going to use that in some interrogation. Which will enhance the ability of individuals to withstand privation, torture, and coercion during interrogation and so-called brainwashing. Ooh, so privation is uh, what the what the <laughs> hell is that? We just we we talked about this a little bit off air. So privation is the act of depriving people of basic human necessities: food, clothing, water, shelter, air. I guess, but not for too long. And um, you pointed out, Noel, that that's pretty weird language linguistically. That's weird, right? Deprivation. Well, I, well, I, well, I said is so. Is privation like the opposite of deprivation? Which would be extremely it's like to give people stuff. But no, no, <laughs> it, it is. How did you put it, Ben? Well, I would, it's just it's to deny them, the, to deprive them. The of things. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. This is just it's got really complicated. Yeah, man, We're, this isn't even the rabbit hole for today. <laughs> I'm yeah, feeling yeah, here. We are. I'm feeling deprived of. Uh, a direction. So let's keep doing this. They're also <laughs> looking for that which will produce amnesia for events preceding and during their use. Okay. So a drug or some other substance that would do that. Mm -hmm. uh, that which will produce shock and confusion for extended periods of time and capable of surreptitious use. Wow. This sounds like just the best stuff ever. That which will produce physical disablement, such as paralysis of the legs, acute anemia, etc. It's like rohypnol, essentially. <laughs> That's they're, exactly. They're or they're describing rohypnol or, um, or some other drug with amnesia. Disable amnesia. you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then, let's see, according to the, uh, the hearing report, 86 universities or institutions were involved. 86 universities or institutions and 185 non-government researchers and assistants worked on these, these projects. What? And then we have another quote here. It says, physicians, toxicologists, and other specialists in mental and narcotics, mental and narcotics, were lured into MK Ultra through the provision of grants that were made under ostensible Research Foundation auspices, thereby concealing the CIA's interest from the specialist's institution. So what are we saying here? It's what we said at the top. They're concealing that they are actually doing this, that it's the CIA with their tentacles going into these other institutions, essentially getting money and researching stuff that they're going to use in the field. 
Right, but they don't think they're working for the CIA. They think they're working for like the American Foundation of Totally Legitimate Benevolence. Oh, the you mean the specialists in the toxicology, other people who are working with the drugs and right. with the methods. They, they don't know. Exactly. So it's the CIA, like, again, it's like the black tar or the black goo in uh, X-Files. It's just like seeping in, finding its way and infecting people without or them knowing it. the pink slime in Ghostbusters 2. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A force for both good or ill. Sentient goo. (laughs) So for members of Congress, this was just SOP, standard operating procedures. CIA had not inherently crossed the line by conducting these experiments in secret, by lying to the scientists or Mm -hmm. the researchers. Instead, they crossed the line when they didn't inform volunteers. This was also – you know, this is taking place – right after Watergate. So a distrust of the government is at an even higher mainstream level than before. So in his opening remarks during the hearing, Senator Edward Kennedy described MKUltra as an extensive testing of experimentation program which included covert drug tests and on unwitting citizens at all social levels, high and low, Native Americans and foreign. Several of these tests include the administration of LSD to unwedding subjects in social situations. What I did there, you guys, was Fred Gwynn from Pet Cemetery. That's that's the closest thing I you can bury do. Your own. You bury your own. Did you notice in the trailer for the new one, they don't say the soil is sour anymore. They say the soil is bad. Yes. <laughs> no. That turned yeah. out, I was like, oh, I heard it's really good. Not the yeah. soil, but the, the remake. The film. I heard it's yeah. quite good. All right. So what he means by this – and that. The, off off air, uh, Matt and I did try <laughs> to try he to like. Coached me a little bit. I don't know. As long as you didn't feel bullied, we yeah. were. It was just a great voice. <laughs> I appreciate that. I didn't feel bullied at all. I never feel bullied by you guys. Okay, Chris. awesome. I always feel big upped by Good. you guys. I mean, that's. You should. I think you're the new Kennedy for for the show. But uh, but he's making a good point. Uh, despite despite our compatriots' mellifluous and beautiful uh, reenactment there, Kennedy was saying stuff that, that had substance and, and presented a clear and present ethical danger. There were not medical professionals around for a lot of this dosing. The CIA agents doing this and their proxies were not doctors often. At least one person went to the hospital, probably more. Two people definitely died, a fellow named Frank Olson, who was involved uh, as a non-civilian, and Harold Blower, but the testing continued. And when we say two people died, we mean at least two people. We really don't know how many deaths or injuries can be attributed to this program. Because it's also hard to really tell how long the program had been going on outside of the official numbers yeah. and how long it continued. Right, right. Um, just the stuff we know, again, is from that Freedom of Information Act. We'll, we'll explore this in a second, but let's, let's walk through what they were actually doing with MKUltra. They weren't uh, – in many ways, it was as dirty as the Tuskegee experiments. Um, some people may say even a little worse. They went to 12 hospitals that we know of. And testing was testing was conducted on patients who had various forms of terminal cancer. They were they were not coming back. It was time to make your peace, not time to pursue other options of treatment. Mm-hmm. 
And this meant that we can, we can assume safely that whatever those experiments the cancer patients were part of uh, were doing to the human body, it was going to have long-term detrimental, possibly fatal effects. And the deal was simple. It was a devil's bargain. The CIA's proxies, you know, um, Dr. Uh, Everyman Goodname comes in mm-hmm. from the Society of Regular Business and says – I will pay the medical bills for these terminal cancer patients and all we have to do, you know, in in addition to all the top-notch medicines we're already exposing them to, we'll expose them to this other experimental medicine. And then we'll close the doors and turn off the lights and just see what happens. Right. And they may have glowed because uh, this, we're talking radiation exposure yeah. for some of the terminal patients. But like, it, like, Yeah. Like, yeah. Any something that was probably going to kill them harder or faster right. than the cancer, and in the and they conducted experiments in prisons as well. And this one, for some reason, bothers me even more. So in the prisons, the mentally ill, specifically described as criminal sexual psychopaths, were also subjected to experiments. They are considered expendable, I guess, in some way. Or maybe there was uh, there was a benefit to their mental state. Like they they were trying to like trigger them even further to. Break? It's a good question. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, so while prisoners were informed of the broad strokes of one experiment or another, or another, uh, and while they some of you know they did volunteer, um, they did so when they were promised access to their addictive drug of choice, right? Which, as we know from even just watching films, you know, a, a junkie will do just about anything for their fix. Yeah. Right. Is it consent if a person who is in the depths of heroin or opioid withdrawal is offered opium or heroin? Like, just, are, just do are, this thing. Are they saying yes? Mm, I don't know. Oh, God. So that, it's userous at, at the very least. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and manipulative and uh, borderline. It's, it's, no, not borderline. Definitely unethical. It's breaking. Yeah, in any kind of controlled medical test or any kind of clinical mm-hmm. trial, that would, you know, you can't, that, that throws your data out the window. It's not, no. Right. That's why you don't see more uh, those situations in studies on, you know, fad diets or social media usage. Yeah. So, so let's get to, uh, let's get to some of the things that we put in place after World War II. Right. The Cold War is not counted as a war, so these things are not counted as war crimes. However, they clearly violate the Nuremberg Code, which the entire imperfect world approves of. Yeah. Uh, as a result of the findings, President Ford and then President Carter and then President Reagan all issued orders banning all future human experimentation without consent by government agencies and even kicked back a little bit of a a little bit of make it right money to the people that were inarguably harmed by the test just the people that were inarguably demonstrably harmed. A lot of people fell through the cracks. This sounds like uh, it could be an expose in the halls of Congress, right? Just the wheels of justice grind slow but exceedingly fine. A very go-team moment, right? Wave your flags, uh, feel proud to be an American. But the problem is that this only scratches the surface. That's why this is MK Ultra 101. You see, before that article comes out in the New York Times and years before the congressional hearings, the CIA has an internal purge in 1973 when you, Matt, earlier said it officially wrapped up. 
the mm-hmm. CIA director at the time, Richard Helms, ordered all of the documents related to anything associated with any MKUltra program to be destroyed. This means even today we still do not know everything that happened and the, the hints that we get, the little tantalizing scraps, are even more disturbing. It's a stinking shame and we're going to learn about it right after a word from our sponsor. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, Podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 2424 Two four to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. So tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. 
With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Here's where it gets crazy. Again. Again. Yep. Love it. We, Double crazy. <laughs> Double crazy. We we know that there were other experiments. We don't know how many, and we don't know the details of all of them, but here's just a um, a Whitman sampler of the sort of stuff that they involved. Electroshock, harassment techniques for, quote, offensive use, gas-propelled sprays and aerosols as assassination delivery systems. This begins to get wrapped up in... Because uh, these committees were also looking at stuff like the CIA attempts to assassinate Fidel Castro. Oh, right? yeah. Can we talk about uh, what you said, harassment techniques for offensive use? Right. Really fast? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, or maybe you've heard of this before, something called gang stalking yes. or some of these other things. I can imagine that's where a lot of those feelings arise or the uh, beliefs that something like that is happening to you. Just from that one little thing, the the concept that the CIA was truly researching at one point, harassment techniques for offensive use. They really were doing it. Now, we know that gang stalking can sometimes sound a little bit tinfoil hatty for people, um, but they they were purposely doing it. The, the idea is to push someone further and further into a paranoid state. Yes. And it works. All right, so scientists were also greenlit for research involving radiation and paramilitary devices and materials. Isn't that nice? Looking into radiation. And yeah, that's good. And going back to your point, Nola, you said about uh, the the vague language here, paramilitary devices and materials. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, it could be anything. Yeah. Could be those uh, crazy Air Force coffee mugs that are so expensive. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about these? There was apparently a line item in the Air Force budget for like hundreds of thousands of dollars for these like high-tech coffee mugs that had built-in warmers. Wow. And apparently they're very fragile, so they had to replace them a bunch because people would drop them on the planes and they would just shatter. And then so that, you know, waste not, want not, Uncle Sam. Oh, boy. It's like that old story about the $300 hammer, right? Yes. So – what we do know is that at least 149 of the MKUltra sub-projects had some kind of connection with research into behavioral modification, drug acquisition and testing, or administering drugs on the sly. Yeah, for 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 all kinds of things, including what you said before again, Ben, assassination delivery systems. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Assassination delivery yeah. systems? Does that mean like a gun? <laughs> well, that would be one. Or, you know, some some type of oh, hypodermic needle or yeah, 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 aerosol yeah, yeah. sprays. Sure. Like sure. you combine them. Oh, I, I love the I love the um the banality of yes. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They do have some poetic language in here though. We have lists of different projects. They had six projects that were intentionally meant to test unwitting subjects. Eight with hypnosis, two of those use drugs, seven that just use drugs, four, here's the poetry, that use the, quote, magician's art. Ooh. The magician's arm? 
Art. Art. <laughs> well, and specifically in that one, it's about finding a way to get probably a chemical into someone's drink or into mm-hmm. someone's food or into someone's body in a way that they don't know. Right. This is through, dangerous. Through, ma- through a magician's art. Through a magician's art. It's like Look up, over up here. close magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Misdirection. Look at this, no. Yeah. You just got darted. I know. Sorry, I totally did. <laughs> Which, you know, just from the use of that phrase, we, I don't mean to belittle the horrible things that happen, but just from the use of that phrase, doesn't it sound like one of the CIA people really was just, just a repressed magician? Yeah. <laughs> a fan of magic? That's right. They wouldn't let him in the uh, magic castle. Yeah. What is it called? The magician's castle? The magic castle. The magic castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have yet to go myself. I you have really, to be invited. You have to be invited. There's a, there's a, there is a loophole where you can go and get a commemorative photo or something like that. On like one, one day. Yeah. You know, it's like a sort of like open house at, at, at elementary school, you know? Lauren Vogelbaum went. I know she mm. did. She had an in, yeah, with some kind of fancy actor. I don't trust stage magicians. It's one of my few prejudices. Well, do you recall uh, (laughs) that our buddy Russell Targ had fascination with stage magic? Yes. Yes, Which I I found very interesting considering that a lot of people, you know, attribute some of the techniques of stage magicians to cold reading and and ways to fake Mm. being psychic. I'm not – I don't think that's what Targ is is about. But I do think it's interesting that he – his mind kind of started going down that path through a false way and then ultimately found its way to a more true way. What he perceives to what be. What he perceives to be is, is the true way. It's, it's interesting not to derail too much, but I uh, – you know how you can be intellectually aware of something but then emotionally 180 degrees opposed to it? Like, or vice versa. Right. Like intellectually, I understand that stage magicians are normal human beings who get up and have jobs and are not evil or, you know, like I have all these stereotypes about them. Emotionally, I can't get over it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel monstrous about it. And I apologize to any stage magicians uh, listening to the show. Please don't send me videos of your stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you're in like the whole the – whole Categorically. Everything about it. He's not into it. I don't know why. You were never into like David Copperfield as a kid. I'm okay with mentalist. Ha. You know, like Darren Brown for some reason is okay. Interesting. But it's like pull out the cards and they make me tap on stuff. It's Something must have happened to me. You don't like people to ask you to do stuff either, Ben. I mean, who likes people to ask? It's all in the way you ask. It's all in the way you ask. That's true. I agree. But you you know, if, if I just walked up to you and I said, Ben tap on this deck of cards with two fingers, you would probably punch me. <laughs> I, would, I would punch you because now I would know where it's coming from. You'd look at me askance, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yes, it would be, you would be very, very uh, distrusting. Yeah. In the very least, you'd touch it with three fingers. It would be like if, it would be like if somebody, if, if Matt or I came up to you and we're like, hey, man, open this bag, and we had hidden a bird in there. Like, that's not cool. If you guys could see me out there in podcast <laughs> land, my eyes just went wide like a couple of would little, never do little that. saucers. I have nightmares sometimes that there's a bird under my covers. Dude, Did we you? will never do that. Thanks, guys. I don't want to freak you out. Did a bird hurt me? Is that what you are going to ask? Don't look under the desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's uh, this. this is being this is mean, and I'm sorry. I your face was so genuine and scared that I'm sorry. I feel like the CIA right it's now. It's okay. It's okay, Matt. And that's what we just did. We did a thought experiment to let you know how the CIA must feel uh, after being taken to task for a lot of this stuff. And how quickly it got out of control because they were also dosing one another at yep. some point. That was just for funsies, though. <laughs> 
It's like, hey, look at Schmitty. He's tripping balls. <laughs> Where's your stage magic now? Oh, wait. He's going outside on the balcony. Uh-oh. Oh, shoot. Oh, that's interesting. Another one bites the dust. That, of course, happened, right? I yes. Mean, yes. Uh, Frank Olson specifically, uh, he was a biochemist at a lab that was conducting those LSD experiments for the government. And the story is still very murky today. I think it's mentioned in the Netflix series Wormwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so according to Uncle Sam, Olson knowingly ingested LSD and then uh, because it affected him in an adverse way, he eventually took his own life by jumping from his hotel room on the 13th floor of a New York City hotel and, you know, he died. However, his family and numerous people uh, don't buy the story. They say that he was dosed without his consent uh, and that he would never have committed suicide, that he did not have nascent suicidal tendencies. They say he was murdered because he knew too much. Uh, the U.S. government gave them a settlement of $7,500,000 in se- 1975. But wow. yeah, wait, 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 though. In 1994, his body's exhumed and a coroner sees head injuries and he says, wait, Olson was knocked unconscious before his death. How do you figure that out that long afterwards, after you fell from a really high height? <laughs> I don't know. I totally hear you. That is crazy, though, right? Yes. Yeah, it's it's strange, and questions remain. It's also, I hate to say it, man, but it, it, it's extremely possible that he was killed and was a cover-up because Ultra is the top, above top secret level classification for projects at this time. And this leads us to, you know, the big question. Surely one day there's going to be justice. Ah, not so fast. Yeah, a lot of the scientists involved, honestly, had no idea what they were actually doing, that they were working for the CIA. They knew they were administering something. They knew they were maybe doing it a little surreptitiously, but they didn't understand that it was this kind of this kind of thing, right? And uh, they, along with the CIA assets, are legally immune at this point from consequences of their actions. Can you believe that? That's that's true. Seriously. Yep. They're immune. And and here's why. There are two lawsuits related to MK Ultra that made it as far as the freaking Supreme Court and the court found in favor of the government twice. Both times. Yeah, in 1985, the court held in a case called CIA versus Sims that the names of institutions and researchers who participated in Project MKUltra were exempt from revelation under the Freedom of Information Act because the CIA needed to protect its intelligence sources. Again, national security. Oh, just throw that up anywhere and you're good to go. And then also in 1987 – there's a case called United States versus Stanley. And the court held that uh, this serviceman, someone who was working with them, who had volunteered for a chemical weapons experiment, let's call it that, a chemical weapons experiment. This guy was actually tested with LSD. And this guy was barred from bringing a claim under um, the, this thing called the Federal Tort Claims Act. And uh, what is a tort, Ben? A tort is essentially when someone does something bad to you. A bad action. So okay. tort law is the area of law that protects people from bad acts of others. Historically speaking, citizens in the U.S. cannot sue states because of the concept of sovereign immunity. You mm. can't just sue the state because uh, there are very specific con- sets of constraints or situations where you can do that. And the FTCA 
or Federal Tort Claims Act. It's a 1946 federal statute that allows private parties to sue the U.S. in a federal court hmm. uh, for most of these tort cases committed by people acting on behalf of the U.S. Oh, it's a little bit of legalese, but but that's, that's it. He um, he was Stanley was attempting to attempting to sue, but it was kicked out. Because it was not uh, because he was he was not allowed to use the Federal Tort Claims Act. Okay, that makes sense. National security, national security, national Again, security. Twice in a row, eighty five and eighty seven. So that's almost where we are now. Today, MK Ultra is firmly enshrined in the world of conspiracy lore. There are fictional programs like Wormwood. There are documentaries. There are books uh, ranging from. Fiction inspired by this to maybe more fringe research that uh, the authors will tell you is true. Uh, Dell sorts of films that explore aspects of the program or use it as a jumping off point for speculation. But like any piece of folklore, and I would argue there's a lot of folklore around MKUltra, there is an arguable grain of truth inside the story and it leaves us with some burning, disturbing questions. First, what happened? That's the easiest question to answer. We will not know. We cannot know. We will never know. We refuse to know. We shut our eyes and ears <laughs> to the truth. Oh, yes. Well, no, not that. Oh, uh, not the first, really. The first two. We just can't. We can't know because it's going to be sealed. Because they destroyed thousands and thousands of things. And when I say sealed, I mean in a tomb, essentially, of its own burnt up carbon. Yeah, we're in <laughs> we're in deathbed confession territory. Seriously, that's where that's that. Those will be the best sources of this. Second question this is a little depressing. Did any of this stuff actually work? Yeah, some of it. Some of it. Obviously. Most, most of it didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. some of it did. Some of it did, right? Yeah. And again, we're not really sure what we'll find unless some, some of those experiments that they were doing are just redone a lot. Um, but I guess, I guess the big thing is that they never, at least to our understanding, mm. they never got a, a true truth serum. As close as scopamine and some of these other things can get you. Yeah. There's no true injectable that we know of. No, right. I'll tell you everything. A list yeah. of my fears, my social security number, one of my feet is larger than the other and makes me uncomfortable. I, uh, <laughs> I am Edward Kennedy, and uh, some of the biggest drugs that I've been doing lately are the LSD. <laughs> The LSD? Yeah, LSD. Are you, are you also kind of got a little Peter Griffin going I got, I got a Peter Griffin yeah. in there too. Jesus. So it's, it's true. They never found that silver bullet truth serum so far as we know. Uh, the data they got was of limited use if you think about it because they didn't have solid methodology in a lot of these experiments. They did not have ideal monitoring conditions and at some point they just uh, – had a Lord of the Flies situation. You know what I mean? Big Think has a great quote on this. They argue that the the program may ultimately have been counterproductive. They say MKUltra might have been counterproductive because the counterculture was given access to LSD through these experiments. That's true. Mm -hmm. And they proceeded to run in the opposite direction with it. John Lennon went so far as to mock the CIA in an interview, noting we must always remember to thank the CIA and the Army for LSD. That's what people forget. Oh, my God, it's the young Michael Caine. I'm sorry. They invented LSD to control people, and what they did was give us freedom. Wow. Okay. All right, Lennon. Hey, right, John Lennon. I mean, let's, that's Michael Caine. <laughs> that's a young Michael Caine. But, yeah, he's making a good point, right? 
Yeah, they they gave us LSD, but they didn't give us what what did what didn't they give us? They didn't give us shrooms. True. <laughs> they, Unless maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't. Uh, they they didn't disclose a lot of the findings, and that's that's the scariest question. Most importantly, what's happening now? You have to ask yourself, listening to this, would a government genuinely, completely stop this sort of research if an aspect of it worked? Mm. Has there at any point in in forget forget the relatively young experiment known as the United States, in the course of human civilization, has there been something that was an amazing technique or technology that gave one empire the edge over the others that they stopped pursuing? Hmm. I'm not being rhetorical. I would love to hear of one example. Yeah, send us your examples if you've got them, please. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can visit our Facebook friend page. I call it that because there's just some awesome people there. Thank you for being a friend, folks. That's right. It's called Here's Where It Gets Crazy. Join up and let's discuss these kind of things. You can post directly there or just talk to people, whatever you want to do. If you don't want to do that stuff, you can give us a call. We are 1-833-STDWYTK. Leave a message. It's a three-minute max, but you can leave multiples. So do what you got to do. And it might be on the air. If you if you don't want to be named on the air or you want any other stipulations, just specifically say it because when, when you leave a message, we may use it on the air. One last thing before we go. Just so you know, Ultra is not lost in the past. In December of 2018, just last year as we record this, declassified documents revealed included a letter to an unidentified doctor discussing work on six dogs made to run, turn, and stop via remote control and brain implants. That's where they were in the 60s. And maybe if they could do that to a dog then, or were, at least were attempting to, and then these experiments continued. Are they controlling Mission Control Paul Deccan right now? That's the big question. Send us an email. We are conspiracy at iHeartPodcastNetwork.com. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals. 
your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Dealing with pests can be a pain, but relax. Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com.